ok? Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a, uh, a different, uh, or we get into our Fearless Beer Review, we get into our vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to, and we want to bring to the pod. That leads into the songs of the week, and then we wrap it up, we, we, uh, we wrap it up slow, with some new down. music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify, give us five stars. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Five stars only, please and thank you. All the social media is at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number. You can call us. Leave us a voicemail. Shoot us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307 to get into that. And uh, now that the boring intro is out of the way, let's get right into our fearless beer review. What do you got, oh, Jeff? Damn go. it. Damn it. Damn it. I was taking a picture oh, and then my finger got in the way. <laughs> Sloan style. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a... Uh, I have another beer by the same brewery as last week. <laughs> ah, okay, very nice, very nice. Yeah, very nice. Hop and Barrel. This one, this one. Uh, remember last week I had that like Wisconsin, Michigan. It was called like Wisconsin, Michigan, or Michigansin or something like that. I don't yeah, know what something it was weird. This yeah. one, this one, just from Hop and Barrel. They're from they're from Hudson, Wisconsin. This one's called Space Force, and Ooh, it's I a like it. double India Pale Ale. Eight. Eight and a half percent. Woo! Yeah, this is a this is one hell of a kicker here. This is a sixteen ouncer. Just kidding, it's only twelve. I ain't crazy. <laughs> but uh, that's what I got. And then and I liked I liked I liked last week, so I'm I'm excited for this one. And Hop and Barrel uh, follow us on Instagram now. They're they're friends of the pod. No way! Yeah. Wow, look at that. User. That's fucking awesome. Uh, fucking now awesome. I, so now I have to be nice and pretend I like it no matter what. <laughs> if they actually <laughs> listen, yeah. <laughs> All right, my uh, okay. So what I have here is uh, something from a local brewery. Once again, Brewery X taking over Southern California. Really, uh, this is Volume Four of their Signature Series, uh, and I've had their I've had t- Volume Two and Three. So this is a new one that just came out. Uh, it's a double dry hopped, double hazy IPA, eight point three percent. Baby, up on this one. It's a uh, sixty. It's a uh, it's a one pint, sixteen ounces, and uh, yeah, I like the label. It's a nice little label. It's not even on Beer Advocate yet. Only the other, only the old signature ones. Wow. So that's how new it is. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just so glad I'm not drinking that beer oh. that I had last week. That was some like garbage. That was so bad. Oh, that was awful. But that was Brewery a drain X always pour, does right? good stuff. That was a drain pour, yeah. I had two two sips of it, two big sips, and uh, then I dumped it because it was disgusting. Okay, so, well, can't win them all, I guess. Yeah. All right, I so let's uh, let's uh, let's start drinking. Let's get this going. Yeah, let's let's do our tinks. Let's our kisses. There we go. Hold on, a good tink right there. All right. 
So what do you think of your beer? Okay, okay. All right. I've got a couple things here. Um, um, one, for, for, a, for a double IPA, it's not... It's not like crazy IPA. It's not like I'm drinking a Pliny here. <laughs> it's yeah. a little bit more fruity. It's a little bit more citrusy. It's a little bit more uh, easier to drink. It's it's still it's still bitter. You know, you can still taste the the hops there. Mm-hmm. But it's it's pretty good. Okay, this is dangerous. Good. This is eight and a half percent, and this this taste this drinks like a like a light hazy almost with a little bit more hops maybe. So so you're yeah. becoming a haze bro. That's what it is. I don't know if that's it or if this is just a, 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 I don't know, a nicely balanced, deceitful, high alcohol, deeper, as we call them in the, <laughs> in the scene. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we call it. <laughs> I'm going to forever call it that now. <laughs> All right, so we have our uh, world-famous three-point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer, you're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So what would you give your beer? Honestly, I, I like this a lot. I I did like a two point five oh. on this one. I'm gonna buy more of this. If I I've never heard of this brewery until just last week. Until a friend of the pod Nick brought a bunch of Wisconsin beers home for me. I've never heard yeah. of them, but I will buy this one specifically. I like this a lot. I wonder if they d- distribute out to Arizona. I don't know. I guess I'll find out when I go to the uh, gas station. Probably Thursday. No, I'll probably go tomorrow because we got friends of the pod coming out. So I'll go tomorrow. Ah yes. Or you could always go on the the brewery's website see where they distribute to uh, hey and and since they follow us on instagram maybe you can uh get some free beer out of it maybe i can be their distributor you could yeah and just distribute it to my mouth <laughs> Stupid. all right my um my brewery x signature series volume four this is a good one this is um not the best ipa i've had from them but considering how how uh, alcohol heavy it is, can't really taste it. It's still pretty damn fruity. Not fruity, uh, citrusy. Uh, not citrusy. I don't know what I'm trying. Well, it's just a good juicy haze. It's a good juicy haze for such a strong beer. So it's well balanced. I'm I'm really digging this. So once again, once again, Brewery X killing it, killing the game, man. I I don't. I've never drink more consistent beers from a brewery ever it's it's remarkable but um yes brewery x signature series i'm gonna give this one a i'll give it a 2.25 2.25 solid solid strong hazy pours out really actually pretty yellow kind of looks like dirty water a little bit but it doesn't taste like dirty mm. wine like last week's beer all right anyway we good with our uh Fearless beer review, or did Raul leave a, a review on yours? Oh, I didn't even check, but he didn't. He didn't last week, and this one had less check-ins on on uh, whatever that's called. Beer Advocate Space yeah. Force, and I doubt I doubt he would if if they don't distribute out to California. I, I'm sure he didn't. So he didn't leave anything for mine. So I probably be probably because it's so new. He did not but, uh, leave a, a review for mine either. All right, then Raul, step up your game. Come on, man. Come What's on. What are you doing? I, I don't know what he does. I never know what he does. What is he? I don't even know what the fuck he does. I don't know what the fuck a quail is. <laughs> All right. Let's let's uh, let's move on to uh, vinyl stuffs. Yeah. What do you got, Jeff? Yeah. Go. Yeah. Uh, I think the first one on yeah. my list here was, was Coltrane, John Coltrane's, and yes. his, uh, his, his his band of, of merry, merry, merry men. His album, Blue Train, 
This is like his second solo studio album. His first with Blue Note and his like first as an actual band leader. This is this came after essentially being kicked out of like Miles Davis's band for just a massive heroin addiction. So this was mm-hmm. kind of like his last shot in the music biz, and and, and he didn't really know if this was going to work out or not. He didn't know if if this was going to be it. If, if this was just going to be his last his last uh, his last stint. So supposedly, I read that he quit heroin for this album, just straight cold turkey. Five days locked in a room, fucking quit it, was done with it. Jeez. Cut this album, and you know, like the rest is the rest is history. Very um, it, like the more I listen to it, the more I I can I can pick up what people are are, are laying down. There's this thing called the cold train change, the cold cold train changes. Which is mm-hmm. just this, this, I guess, really complex, but probably not that complex to music heads. Uh, Coltrane invented this like harmonic progression, but like a, a variation of it that uses chords over more like common jazz progressions. Mm-hmm. So throwing a lot of words out there. I'm not sure how that applies <laughs> like practically. Sounds cool. And then when he plays it, you can kind of think like, okay, I, I kind of see, I can kind of hear what is happening a little bit. Not really. Still yeah. getting my toes wet here, but uh, damn, this is just a really, really fucking great album. It sounds fantastic. The pressing is great. Everything about it is amazing. So I'm really happy with this. And you got the same one, and you agree. I know yes, you agree. I, I totally agree. Sounds fucking awesome. Sounds great. God, I listened so to this good. record today, the whole record today. Not on vinyl, but on the Spotify's. It's just, it's man, it's just so good. Yeah, it really is. <clears throat> I wish yeah. I knew more about jazz, though. This, I mean, just like reading about just like the cold train changes, it was just, it was like, it was, it was enough for me to think this is, this, uh, this is over my head here. Like I'm trying to learn a fucking foreign language. It was just, it <laughs> was know. just too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and the, this, this pressing that we have, it has, it has a lot of good, like, uh, when you open up the, the jacket, it has like a little booklet almost, or not a little booklet, but it's like a booklet. Yeah. And, um, there's just a lot of, lot to take in of, about the recording of the record and the members who played on it. And it's a, it's a great, great uh, pressing. It's solid in every yeah. way. Everything about it is just, just really good. And then, I don't know, man. Oh, well, he was like fucking 20 or something when this came out, right? No, he wasn't that young. 30, maybe? Yeah, he was like 30. Maybe, maybe like 30, maybe yeah. late 20s. Yeah, late 20s, maybe 30, yeah. Yeah. Strung out on heroin. Super interesting life, man. He was in the he was in the military, and he enlisted in like the navy. That way, he wouldn't be drafted by the army. And mm-hmm. he played like music in, in the military, but because like like black men couldn't be like band leaders, they kind of had to like not like hide it, but make it seem that he was just a, a a guy who just jumped up on stage and played with them. He wasn't in the band actually, but even though he was like really really fucking good, and everybody was like, "Wow, this is like the best guy that plays on the on the on the navy base here." But they kind of had to hide it still, and I thought that was like super interesting that he kept at it and yeah, you know, cool stuff. And now he's considered dude. the greatest of all time. The goat. Yep, yep. All right, yeah. then what else you got? Uh, another thing I got is another Waylon Jennings album, of course. Not a lot now. Lots what is this number like ten for you? I think this is number eight. Okay, Tiger, relax. Return. Well. This album he did in nineteen seventy seven. Um, so this is. Several years after, like Honky Tonk Heroes, I think mean, that's like probably his biggest album he's ever done. It's just I, I think this one's really bouncy, really bouncy, really fun. It's goofy, also a little snotty in like his own way. There's a lot of great lines, great melodies. His singing's pretty damn good. 
and it's coming off the height of of outlaw country right this mm-hmm. like outlaw country is now like at its peak maybe a little bit before this it peaked and he's always just been like really kind of pushing the envelope of what country music should sound like and then at the height of the outlaw country movement he drops this and this is a really formulaic kind of like pop country album especially for what's been known to be like Waylon Jennings of, of pushing the envelope and putting out things that are very unconventional in the country world. He kind of like goes back to what he was doing in like the sixties, but with more like melancholy lyrics. Like there's a song he talks about like killing himself kind of in like a tongue in a cheek way. And mm-hmm. it's, it's fucking hard. It's great. It's, it's almost funny sometimes, but I think this is great. This is, this is really good stuff. Was, and I really like this. The song, the song you made me listen to, uh, it was pretty good. I, I, I did enjoy it. I really enjoyed it. It was, it was fun. It was wasn't annoying. It wasn't too honky tonk. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. It is. It is a little. It is a little like uh, irritating to see all of the like on this album. He didn't write any of these songs. These are all covers essentially. These are all other mm. people's songs, and he doesn't write a lot. Like he actually writes very little to none of the lyrics, and so it's just like people writing stuff for him. So uh, that's a little, a little, a little off-putting, but you know this is the '70s, and he's probably yeah. all fucked up on cocaine anyway. He does do a cover <laughs> of "Sweet Caroline" by Neil Diamond that I just do not like. I, I don't really care for that song outside yeah, of like, the bar song, setting. Even then, it gets it's it, it's kind of annoying. It's like you have to, mm, yeah. It, that song's tough to get behind. It really yeah. is. It's fun, like the first two, maybe three times you hear it when you're at a bar and you're wasted but you know after that it's just it's like journey you know yeah it's fun to sing the first couple times but then after that it's just like dude turn this shit off yeah it's annoying (laughs) yeah okay uh the bob marley's exodus this is his album from 77 this is like his third solo album where the ninth one overall from from the whalers and then became bob marley and the whalers after tosh left this uh this one's pretty damn great this one has Three Little Birds, it has Jammin'. I think Three Little Birds may be like his biggest song. And so, th- think so? that's what this that's what this album has got. And the second half is is just like nothing but heavy hitters. And I've never really given this one like a fair shake. And I got this in that lot that I bought with all that fucking records, and this was there. I was like, okay, I'll keep it, see what it sounds like. And my god, dude, the bass playing on this is just unfucking real. It is so goddamn good. This is this is probably like my favorite bass playing on any reggae album I've ever heard. It's just all over the Jeez. place. It is amazing. The guy that plays it, Aston Barrett, he's the one that, that plays on a bass on, on a lot of the Bob Marley stuffs. Um, this guy trained Robbie Shakespeare how to play bass. Like they were in Jamaica huh. and Robbie Shakespeare's house was right next to like a big place where everybody used to go and sell pot. And and Aston Barrett like saw Robbie kind of like fucking around on the guitar and then kind of like took him under his wing a little bit and then showed him the bass and that's, you know, the rest is history there. But anyway, this album is, dude, this album is so goddamn good. I was I was very, very surprised. And the song Jammin' is a song that I always like I know that chorus, you know, I hope you like jammin' too. But listening <laughs> to it front to song, back, man. it's fucking good, man. It is so good. It is unbelievably great. I really enjoy this album. Do I have Exodus coming my way? No. No. I think I you have I just closed oh, yeah. the dock. You have uh I actually got it open right here. You have a Peter Tosh, right? Yeah. You have, I don't know what you have. And then you have uh, Uprising. That's the one that has Redemption oh, song on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. With this yeah, album, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is definitely better than Uprising. 
Um, okay. But this 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 one this album also was was recorded half in Jamaica, half in London because he uh, there was an assassination attempt on him at the time. At the time, That's you know, crazy, man. Jamaica was just in huge political upheaval, and and Bob Marley was kind of getting in the political sphere. We talked about it on the Peter Tosh episode where he was never as aggressive as Tosh was. But somebody still yeah. wanted him dead. Shot him in the chest, but it like grazed his chest and like grazed his arm. But then they also shot like his wife. They shot like another person, and he's like, "Fuck this!" And then like went to London to finish the record. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking insane, man. Yeah, nuts. So That's no, fun. I don't know. Yeah, never mind. Uh, Motion City soundtrack. I in the movie. I in the movie. That song. The song you made me listen to um, was fucking good. That was a good song. Never yeah. heard it, or I don't remember ever hearing it. So, like, I mean, the the biggest the biggest song. So, this is their their first album, Motion City Soundtrack. Came out two thousand three. The biggest song from this album is "The Future Freaks Me Out." That's uh, that's probably their biggest <laughs> so song, and that song is just a fucking pop punk banger, absolute oh, banger. Yeah. But I don't want to put that on there Fire. because the, the, this album is better than just that one song, and that. The song that I chose, Cambridge, is is like proof of that. Like it's fucking fast. It's aggressive. That drumming is just like constant. Do, 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 do. It's yeah, so fun. I was surprised. It's so cool. I love I this album so much. A lot of the stuff does get does get a little bit faster, like that. It doesn't last as long as Cambridge does, but they do double time a lot. But it doesn't last that that long. It's, it's short lived. Um, right. But yeah, Motion City soundtrack. I love this band. This band's fucking dope, and I saw them play like their first California show ever with uh, Mike with a Y, friend of the pod, Mike with a Y. <laughs> I don't know how he found them, but he took me to them before this album was released. They had a, 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 really? a demo oh, thing, yeah. And wow. uh, I don't know, that was cool. I bought this on Where'd Amazon. Where did you see him at Chain? Yeah, it was at Chain Reaction. Damn. And it's like Panic in the Disco's man. first like show at Chain Reaction, too. We saw Angel and Airwaves' second show ever at Chain Reaction. But we, well, to be fair, we also saw their first show. We did. In general. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Because we're great. That's fine. We're the best. Um, yeah. So I the don't know. Jury. You should pick this up. This is such a good pop punk album, dude. It's so great. Uh, it's no. like 15 bucks. Unless you're fucking. I was about to have like, like 18 50 on Amazon. It was fucking oh, so did you cheap. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give it a spin. I'll give it a listen. See how I feel. And then uh, go from there and buy it. Fucking asshole. Piece of shit. The last thing I have here. <laughs> right? That's it. One, two, three, four, five. Live. Sacred Reich. The the album called Ignorance. This is their first album, 1987. These guys are from the Phoenix area. And so I found out about these guys when we did JFA. And actually a little bit before. I, I, I heard people talk of the name and talk about them. But I never like listened to them until we did JFA. I listened to a lot of Phoenix area, Arizona-born native music. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, these guys are really, really aggressive. I can't believe they never got, like, big because this is just, like, relentless, like, really, really solid thrash. It's, like, incredibly punishing, and it just never lets up. The vocals are kind of whatever, so I get, like, why they're not on the same realm as, just, like, the some of the big four. But, dude, this is this is better. This is better than all of Anthrax. This is better than a lot of Slayer. This is better than a lot of like the stuff that Thrash World puts out. I think if you're looking for like Thrash in its truest form and don't want to just listen to the mainstays, this is the ideal album for you. This is just true Thrash music. I I think I have heard of this band, but I had never never ever heard their music. And actually, when I saw the cover art, I thought, oh my god, is this the band 
that you and I that when when you and I were at uh what's the fucking bar? Um by mm. Double Nickels. Oh yeah, that was no. Oh, Yucca God. Tap Room. Yeah. And the, you bought you bought that vinyl record, never hearing the band before. At yeah. first, I thought it was that. I'm like, no way, you like any of those songs. You went no. back and listened to any of those songs. Nope, I bought that vinyl and then and then gave up on it. And then actually, it's still sitting at the record store I work at <laughs> in the three dollar bin. Nobody wants it. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, it was so bad when we listened to it. Yeah, that was awful. That was that was. Um, I don't talk about that. But this is great. But uh, yeah, secret. Yeah, no, the, the song the song that you that you made me listen to was uh, that was really good. I was surprised. And based off of this one song, I, I definitely agree with you. It's better than any Anthrax I've heard, and a lot of Megadeth I've heard. Um, some Slayer too. I will say that some Slayer. But this is only based off of one song. So the whole the whole album is very much like this, and and it doesn't. They have one song where it kind of does like the cleaner guitar picking and then goes right back into this and and to say that that it's like repetitive is 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 true but it's all really really good and I think this is this is like an a, an undiscovered gem. I, I think this is so damn good. This is so I cannot believe these guys didn't get like wildly popular in 1987. They're coming out the coattails here and there's Maybe no reason they could be bigger. Had it been because, of, been Arizona. because of Arizona. Yeah. That's the only th- that's the only thing I could think of. But um, well, are they still making music, or was it? Yeah. What they they just announced okay. they're gonna like throw out a new album by the end of the year. Shit. Where and where did you pick this up again? Where did I? I got this at the record show. Oh, okay, okay. This one, uh, this one, this one's been on my list, on my 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 records that I want list since before we did JFA. Just because it was like an Arizona thing that I wanted to listen to, and I've just I've never seen anything they've done in the wild, and uh, I think I think I, I think you got me the JFA album right on the wall at, at Glasshouse yeah. before we did the JFA on the pot. Right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Just I not, never not seen Valley them. of the Yakes, right? Or yeah, that, that was that was Valley of the Yakes, the the red cover. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was like sixty bucks, wasn't it? Yeah. It's pricey. OG Press, though, right? Yeah. So that's oh, good. Yeah. Oh, so good. I love these. I love them. <laughs> Damn, dude. I haven't listened to JFA, JFA in a long time. Oh, so good. I got to listen again. I'm having an all been... Arizona day. Dude. I have all these like Arizona bands that I want to listen to <laughs> just in one day. Oh, boy. All right. So I'm going to play a little bit of uh, Sacred Reich and the song Death Squad. Here it is from yeah Sacred Reich.
That's an amazing fade right here for me. Yeah, great. Sure. Great fader. So yeah, that is um, the song Death Squad from Sacred Reich. I like how it's uh, it picks. It doesn't pick up until like a minute and forty five in. Like it really gets thrashy, and then he doesn't start singing until two minutes in. <laughs> it's so stupid. He doesn't I love sing. It though. Yeah, he doesn't sing like a lot on the album. I mean, there is like a lot of singing, but it's not. It's mostly just this. It's mostly just kind of like riffing along. It's good. It's good, man. Yeah, no, it's it's fucking great. We should pick it up. I would totally pick it up. I absolutely, absolutely. I think it's only it worth like I, I got mine for twenty, but I think it's only worth like thirty. Okay, I'd pick it up for twenty. Thirty, I'm pushing it a little bit. I mean, like when just I saw it, bit. I was going to pick it up no matter what, no matter what the fucking cost was. Mm, yes. Yes. Uh, and you got it for cheaper than uh, you normally would have. So that's Arizona for you, right? User. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else for your vinyls? That's it. All right. So I uh, I changed my pick. So um, I'm going to have to deal with it. But uh, you do know what song my, my pick is. But anyway. Well, there's, like, there's like two songs. No, no, no. I, I added. I forgot I listened to another record. Oh. Yeah. But so, yeah. Just play along, I guess. Okay. I'll pretend. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I listened to a few records this week. This first one I picked up from uh, Gimme Gimme Records out in L.A. a few weeks back. It was uh, it was only $3, and I thought and I looked it up, see what kind of music it was, and it was like hardcore punk. I'm like, okay, three bucks, I'll take, the, I'll take my chances on it, you know? So the band is called Human Mess. <laughs> They're from Bakersfield, California. Um, so, like, nobody's from Bakersfield outside of Corn and uh, uh, Buck Owens, but... Yeah, so they're from there. They only put out this one record. It's like 12 minutes long. And uh, they put out two other EPs. They were only a band for about two years, two, three years. Um, they put the record, both EPs, out in 2008 and 2009. And that's it. Like, there's nothing written about this band at all. They're not on Spotify at all. Um, I had to, I linked you to, to the album from YouTube. Surprised it was even on there. It was like fifth or sixth. Like, when you type in Human Mess Band, it was like the fifth or sixth result on youtube like this is just really obscure and um and i can see why i mean you listen to it right or listen at least <laughs> a couple minutes of it well, i listened to like half of it <laughs> i mean yeah it's only 12 minutes but it's just like straight up basic hardcore punk it's it's fun it's good it'd be fun if you went to a show and saw them play but i don't know how many more times i'm gonna listen to this record so it's it'll eventually get purged eventually yeah, and that's that's what like I have no problem spending, you know, three, five, even seven dollars on something that I think is interesting. I can read a little bit about it. I can listen yeah. to it once, maybe twice, and then get rid of. Yep, that's my thought too. And that that same day, I bought this record for three, and I bought another three dollar record. It's supposed to be some dub band from the mid two thousands. So oh. hopefully that's good. I haven't listened to it yet. It's still in my uh, my uh, backlog. But yeah, Human Mess. Um, the record. Oh, the record. It, what is the record? I think it's just called Human Mess, or I don't even remember now. <laughs> human, I don't know. Yeah, I don't what know the fuck what is called. it called? Yeah, I, I can't even know. think. Yeah. Right it, it wasn't called Human Mess. It was called something. No, it wasn't. Yeah, like Buried Alive or some shit like that. I don't even remember now. But anyway, okay. yeah, pick that one up. Uh, this other one, this next one, is from AFI. Uh, I'm slowly starting to collect everything from AFI. 
um, they're seven inches, ten inches, everything, you know. Slowly, they're one of my yes. favorite bands. Slowly but surely, yes. So uh, this one popped up on OfferUp a few days a few days ago. Message him, said, "Oh yeah, we still have it. It's at this pawn shop." So there was a pawn shop on OfferUp, and uh, it's the Girls Not Gray uh, sing- seven inch single. Uh, the side A is obviously Girls Not Gray, and side B is the the Cure cover of uh, Ever the Ever Hanging Garden, which they they did prior. They did on their their a, their a Fire Inside EP a few years before this. So this is a live version that they recorded at uh, Maidvale Studios in London or Eng- in England. I think that's how you pronounce it. So it, it's a live version of the song, and I I think it's cool. I mean I I fucking I just love AFI, especially '90s and early 2000s AFI is just. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so like it's when you so listen good. to this, when you listen to Seven Inch, did you did you like scream out the lyrics in the chorus to "Girls Not Gray"? <laughs> no, I didn't do that, but I really enjoyed oh, it. "Girls Not Gray" is a really good song. It, I, it doesn't I, get enough credit. It really I, I, I like credit. I like the chorus. I do like the chorus a lot. I think it's super. I think it's catchy. But I, I like screaming. The, <laughs> Not even I, like I, even I still, to this you day just, don't even know what he says. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I think he says follows right. I think that's what he says, yeah. I like just doing a very obnoxious, high-pitched, annoying voice. <laughs> God, one of my favorite bands, and I don't under—I don't know what Davey Havoc says most of the time. It's better to not know. It's better just yeah. to uh, write your own, you know? Yep, 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 yep. So uh pick that one up. It's, it's like a nice little gray variant, and uh, I'm just stoked I have it. It was I cheap, I 100% too. would have picked it up for 10 bucks. I would not yeah. even hesitate. It was cheap. I mean, I have the I have the Fire Inside EP with the actual recorded version of the Ever Hanging Garden, but it's cool to have the li- this live version. I don't know. It's just I just I love this band, and I it just I want to get every history. Sure, yeah, it is. So yeah, I got that one, and then uh, this leads into my my pick of the week, which I don't believe I talked about last week, but um, correct me if I did. Uh, Rage Against the Machine picked up Renegades. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think it did. I, talk, I talked about Evil Empire. I know that because I picked up Evil Empire and Renegades at the same time. I forgot what record store it was at. So it was in Torrance somewhere. But uh, yeah, I picked up Renegades. It was cheap. Um, and you know, now have yeah, very very cheap. And uh, yeah, yeah, now my now my Rage collection is complete. Don't need anything else. And uh, if you don't know, Renegades is their covers record. This record they pretty much put out. I think honestly, they probably just put this out just to like for contractual reasons because they probably had you know a deal for four records so it's a little bit phoned in at times like we've talked about in the past but overall it's a a solid covers record and um yeah go check it out if you haven't i'm sure most people who listen to this pod have listened to it but uh i'm gonna play it's not my favorite song on this record but it's the most unique sounding out of all the other songs so here's a renegades of funk from uh the rage against the machines No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. Come on. 
Renegades of Funk by Rage Against the Machine. What do you think of this record, Jeff, and this song? I mean, I, I feel like I feel like when when this album when when these songs are good, they're fucking great. Dude. They're like historic. Yeah. They're so goddamn good. Otherwise, they're they're mediocre. Just kind of like, eh. but those are only yeah. like a couple, like like a very very small percentage of them. Maybe like twenty to fifteen percent of these, you know, out of the fifteen tracks or whatever it is. Yeah, beautiful world, Ghost of Tom Joad. I'm housing is pretty weak too. Otherwise, everything else is great, to perfect. Yeah. Damn man. What What is your What is your favorite song? Street Fighter Man, probably. Uh, it's it's a toss up between that or kick out the jams, but only the live version, because ah. their 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 live version is like double double time the entire the entire song. It's really slow and more groove based on this record, but live they would just fucking rip it up. But I mean, Street Fighter Man is so goddamn good. Like I said, when when they're good, like they're, they're it's great. It's better than great. It's it's fucking unreal. And uh, Renegades of Funk is is one of those times where. The cover is better than the original. This is better yes. than than Africa Mbata's version. Absolutely. Um, not that it's bad. It's just very like dated in the in the early eighties <laughs> and, <Yeah>. and goofy. <laughs> <laughs> but holy shit, it, it's so good. Microphone fiend, right? That was fiend. Was fiend. Before it became before clean. clean. Oh, oh yeah, before it became clean. Yeah. Dude, like it's just this. This is great. I really want this record. I've I've never seen it in the wild. I've only seen it online. It's like thirty thirty five dollars. So. Yeah, I mean, really, the only reason I never got this before was because I always used to see it in the wild for like twenty bucks, maybe twenty two dollars, always. I'm like, oh, it'll always be there, you know. I'll just I'll pass on it this time. I'll get it later. And then all, and then one day, I went to the record store and I stopped seeing it. I'm like, oh fuck, I missed out. And luckily, the store in Torrance had uh, had this and one copy of this and one copy of Evil Empire for for twenty two dollars. So can't complain. Can't complain. What, um, I had to pick them right up. What, uh, so you have five Rage albums? Uh, I have the four albums and then I have Live and Rare. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then I have, no, there's one other one I have, right? Do you have the, no, it's the just Live and Rare. The, the Live at the Olympic, whatever it is? No, I don't have that live record. I don't have the, the, the Battle of Mexico either. I would buy, but I don't, I don't really care to get those live ones. I don't care too much. Live at the Olympic is supposed to be like a really, really good one. If you, if, like some of the reviews don't like it. Some people do like it. I think people that lean towards more of just hearing an aggressive, loud, almost sloppy rage, like they mm-hmm. like it. But people that want like a more polished kind of studio version of rage don't like it, I think. See, I, I wouldn't want the studio version. Well, like people that I want, want the sloppy people that like the studio part of rage, they like that, that more complex, that, that, polished sound they don't mm. like the live at the olympic whereas people that like well, yeah, sloppy no. rage like live at the olympic no i know i know but i prefer the sloppy so i don't know i i haven't then listened maybe to you, that maybe you like live time. at the olympic i think that's the i think that's the um the i think they played kick out the jams at that at that show because i think that was the that was the live version the live version was pulled from that and that was put on the deluxe, well, not the deluxe version, but it was put at the end of the Renegade CD because the end of Renegade's C- the, the, of that CD had the live version of Kick Out the Jams and the live version of, I think it was Street Fighting Man. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got for vinyls. Like, Want to move on? <laughs> that's, it, that's all. Yeah, let's do it. 
All right. So some new music that was released this week. Uh, Really only one thing I think we should bring up at least. Uh, It's a brand new band called LS Dunes. Uh, The record is called Past Lives. And uh, this is kind. This is a super group. Anthony Green on vocals. Uh, you know, guys from Yellow Card. No Yellow Card uh, there. What? No Yellow Card. Oh, I thought it said Yellow Card. I guess I was wrong. MCR. Um, Close. MCR Thursday. Uh, Thursday, right? Yeah, Thursday. And MCR Coheed. and Coheed. Yeah. And I mean, it's. I mean, this record's fine. Yeah. It wasn't bad, right? No, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like. I don't know when you have all these people coming from these bigger bands, and it was Frank, like the guitarist from from My Chemical Romance, mm-hmm. who's written like a lot of cool shit, and like Coe, we love Coe so much. So when you hear like this this super group come out, automatically your 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 expectations are elevated, and that's not entirely fair, but that's just the way it is. Yeah, true. And it wasn't bad. Um, it wasn't great. By by I don't any think means, I'd, I don't think I'd buy it on vinyl. I wouldn't buy but, it on vinyl, but I would still listen yeah. to anything they put out. Yeah, same here. I, I was surprised at how much uh, Anthony Green screams on this one. I mean, this is like some Seosin level stuff. That I mean, he rarely screams outside of Seosin. Well, it was, so it was, it it was, was cool. produced by the guy who who kind of like, I think he did all of Turnstile's albums, or at least like the oh. the earlier ones. First two, yeah. Hmm. But it's, it's I cool. Didn't, I didn't know it was fun listening. Yeah, it was. I don't really like the name of the band, though. L.S. Dunes. Yeah, no, I don't know what that means. I don't like it either. Yeah. That's silly, but um, yeah. So they they put out that record. Go check it out. It's 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 definitely worth a listen. So check it out. So that's all for some for the new music and stuff. Um, but something that we wanted to bring up was that AFI announced today, this morning, that on March 11th of 2023, they're playing at the Forum in LA, and they're going to be playing their album sing the sorrow in its entirety and they they said this will be the <laughs> first, first and, and last time, time. fucking like they're, idiots so stupid god just from a band that just hates their music so god, much no it's just like like fuck of off. course it would be them yeah of course they would say shit what is, like what is wrong with them. you like do you not like fucking pleasing people and making money yeah do you not like money seriously like fucking douchebag first like and i understand last time. fuck you i understand like going on like multiple tours just playing it but it's just like play a few shows or something you know or or cater to fans a little bit play god damn can you imagine afi playing every one of their records in, in, their, in their entirety that would be unreal god <laughs> do you think they play bodies in the entirety oh be my unreal. god dude, why that's probably what they're gonna do after they 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 finish that <laughs> sing the sorrow set <laughs> but just to even say like the first and last time ever as they like dude fuck you man like I don't, that makes yeah. me not even want to go to this even the tickets were cheap even if it was local just that kind of like disrespect to people that that care about who you were at the time and and i don't know that's just fucking irritating to me yeah i was really irritated by it too <laughs> i will say though what, what i think is really cool that afi is doing right now is that on the, the, the current tour that they're on the bodies tour I think they're maybe 12 shows in to this tour, maybe 10 shows in, and they've played over 50 different songs over these 10 dates. Like every night, it seems like at least a quarter to half the set is different, which is pretty fucking rad. And they're they're not just throwing in like songs from their last three or four albums. They're going, they're doing like some deeper cuts from Very Proud of You and Answer That and Shut Your Mouth and everything. Also, they are so playing that was pretty like cool. older songs. Yeah, like I think two nights ago they played He Who Laughs Last, they play file thirteen, I think the like the show before. So it's it's been quite a quite a wide array of music, which 
I mean, I've been following this band since fucking 99 and I've never seen any of their tour set lists this varied before because they fucking hate their own music so much. They, they outwardly say how much they dislike their old, like any music of theirs. Yeah, because they're pretentious fucks. That's, why. That's so obnoxious. They make albums like bodies and act like it's fucking good. And people are like, you buy two copies of it. <laughs> <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> you still have those two copies? I, I still have the two copies. If anybody wants a copy of Bodies, let me know. I'll, I'll sell it to you. So sell it to you for a little bit cheaper. So let me know if you want it. Mm. Um, anyway, that's all I got. Do you, do you have anything else for this episode? No, that's, uh, that's it. That's all. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Go to, you know, the drill. give us five stars. That's all that matters to us. We just want your review, your five-star reviews. Um, I don't know. That's it. So, yeah, that's it. That's all. Did you have a